exceptional information on affiliate marketing, building an online business, or developing multiple income streams, you've come to the right place. It's the cat's pajamas, the bee's knees. Now here's your host, David Ford. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. This is the AF Playbook Podcast, episode number two. All right, so today I have Ben from Plenty of Fish with me. Hey, Ben, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for joining me. So you um, you just got a new position at Plenty of Fish, right? Yeah, and it's it's, uh, it's the advertising manager position. So you know, it's kind of doing what uh, I usually was doing, which you know was taking care of advertisers and whatnot. But now it's also moving on to some of the larger projects, uh, some more higher level stuff, and more of um, yeah, just planning, um, you know, tools and, and some other behind the thing, behind the scene type things to to kind of help people advertise better on POF. So no, it's it's super exciting. Just cool. Get, get a bunch of you know more toys to play with, kind of thing. Yeah, really. So are you still interacting with affiliates um, the same way, or is it? Did someone kind of take over what you were doing? No, uh, I'm still interacting with uh, a lot of affiliates. I also have my colleague Cindy. Uh, and she's awesome. So if, if you can't reach me, then you can always reach her. Um, and she actually wrote the blog post uh, on blog.ads.poff.com, the, the seven sins to, to the marketing, where right. she really goes over the head and the most common newbie mistakes. So she's super helpful. But no, I'm still doing that. Um, not as heavily as before. Yeah. Um, given the new responsibilities, but I also have help now. So it actually works out quite well. Yeah, that's cool. Do you... um. Do you still go to all the shows then, like Affiliate Summit and AdTech? Uh, yep. That, that's, that's. I think it's one of the perks. <laughs> the jobs are not willing to let those go yet. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys go to any other conferences? Any other? Um... Yeah. Um, so besides Affiliate Summit and AdTech, I recently went to that conference in China in Tianjin, oh, which that's I think right. you were supposed to go to. That's right, yeah. That fell through. Um, and then just a bunch of other kind of small, I wouldn't really say conferences, but more meetups okay. uh, with certain networks that uh, will you know, invite me and I'll go uh, I'll speak about you know, some secrets to POF and whatnot. So sure. um, yeah, so it's a bunch of stuff. How did your talk at that uh, that Chinese affiliate summit go, or not affiliate summit, but Chinese affiliate yeah. conference? Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. It was a, quite a lot of people, and it, it was is a weird conference in the sense that, um, you know, there, there's a bunch of attendees, but the floor is pretty dead because everyone was in the info sessions. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> so it was super weird for the people who were exhibiting on the floor because yeah, there weren't that many people walking around. Kind of the opposite of um, like an affiliate summit, I guess sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So that was the first time I experienced that. So wow, that's uh, yeah, that's but, interesting. Yeah. Um, how how long was your talk? Uh, it was scheduled for three hours, wow. and then uh, we cut it down to about an hour and a half after um, realizing that we couldn't connect to POF in China. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I was gonna do a walkthrough of the ad platform and, and how to use it, but you know, since we couldn't connect to it, um, yeah, that was kind of shot. But it led to a really good Q and A session after the fact. Okay. We had a lot of time to answer questions, so it worked out. Cool. Was the flight horrendous? You know what? It wasn't that bad. I really? think I was really tired. <laughs> I don't remember taking off. Like, I think I fell asleep when the plane started taking off, and then uh, and then on the way back, I, I fell asleep for like a good five or six hours. And so. Oh wow. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess I was just really tired that time, just which was a blessing in disguise. Right? Yeah. I guess if you can sleep most of it, it wouldn't be wouldn't be too yeah. bad, but. Yes. Yeah, it's not at all. So we were going to talk um, 
we were just talking about maybe doing two parts of this and in this first one we we're going to talk just about some POF basics, um, how people might get started and the best way to approach it. And then maybe in a future episode, I could have you back and we could get into some more advanced things. Um, that sounds good to you. Yeah, that's a good plan. So um, tell us, just give us a brief overview if you want to about, um, about Plenty of Fish, um, just kind of a grand overview how the platform works and everything for people that haven't advertised on it before. Sure. So uh, I'll start with the website itself. So uh, POF.com is a dating site. Mm -hmm. It's the world's largest dating site with uh, presence in uh, the U.S., Canada, uh, U.K., uh, Ireland, Spain, France, uh, Australia, Brazil, Mexico. Uh, but we're, we're predominantly strong in uh, the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Mm -hmm. And it's a place where someone can sign up for free and they can just start messaging people and, and hopefully find a relationship. Uh, but where we come in is um, you can actually sell the ads on POF website. So while they're browsing and looking for a partner, um, this is where you can put your ad to advertise what it is that you want to advertise. So okay. I think that's what we'll talk about now is just you know how to advertise, where to go to advertise, and the best ways to advertise, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so the ad platform is located at ads.pof.com, so ads.pof.com. And once you sign up, um, you'll be hit with uh, with the ad platform, and it's it's pretty straightforward. And Cindy's done a, a wonderful video on on the how to do it. Uh, so that I won't go over, but we'll go over more. You know what are the best ways to to do this, especially if you're new, right? Um, I think one of the big things for a new affiliate is trying to select you know, which offer is the best one to run, uh, which demographic is the best one to target. So when I recommend to new affiliates is to target people uh, who they know the best. So I always think that you should target uh, your demographic. So whether you're a 30-year-old guy or a 45-year-old woman, um, that's who you should start with, right? Um, you know what you like, and you know what other people around your age like, maybe around your area. So, given how much insight you need to, you know, successfully uh, run a campaign, I think you should use your own experience to your advantage, right? That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on POF, the one of the greatest uh, benefits of advertising with us uh, is the ability to use our targeting system. So if you think about the typical dating profile and the information that the typical person enters into their dating profile, uh, that is available to our advertisers to use to ensure they target the right people with their product and their ad. So things like uh, you know what state or country they're in, their age, their gender, uh, what religion, ethnicity, uh, income, um, if they have kids, if they smoke, if they drive, if they drink, uh, all that stuff is available for you to target. So if you had, let's say, for example, if you own a bar uh, in you know whatever city, uh, chances are you'll want to target people who drink, obviously, that's probably your main source of revenue. Um, you know, of a certain age, if you know your bar is one of those like nightclubs in Vegas type places, you don't want to target anyone who's, you know, 50 plus, right? Okay. Um, but if you have a neighborhood pub, then, you know, if it's, if it's somewhere that someone wants to go after work to grab a drink, then that may be uh, the older demo. So, 
you know, know yourself, know the demo, what they like, and also know the offer a little bit too. So, you know, if you're looking for offers in terms of what to run on POF, the obvious choice is dating. Mm -hmm. Um, And you may think, you know, why would I run a dating site that costs money on a dating site that's free, right? And the answer to that is because most people who do online dating are a member of more than one website, right? right? We're usually one of the websites just because we are free. But people like to, um, you know, do a little bit more searching when they're when they're doing something as important as finding a partner. So um, they'll usually join another dating site that's more catered towards them or the partner they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for example, if you're looking for someone who uh, is of a certain ethnic group, then you can join that type of dating site or a certain religion, then you can join that type of dating site. So most people will do a combination of POF and that other dating site. And what that means for you is you have the opportunity to guide that person to the dating site that uh, they would be interested in based on the targeting that's available at POF. So if we take the religion example and uh, this person is Christian, then you may want to consider uh, writing an ad that's targeted to Christian people and then sending them to something like Christian Mingle or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So just making sure you know the demo and the right offer to uh, show to that demographic. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. So uh, I think one thing that confuses newer affiliates or new affiliates to the platform is you guys do have a ton of targeting options, which is, it's awesome. I mean, you can you can really narrow it down, but at the same time, if you're new, you kind of get hit with like, what, I mean, you could test a million different variations. Right. So <laughs> what do you think is like, if you had to recommend, okay, this is just what you should start with these, um, these parameters. Do you have any yeah. recommendations for that? Yeah, absolutely. It's I, what I think are the three must haves of every campaign is simply geo age and gender. Okay. So pick your area where you want to advertise, whether it's US wide or just statewide. Uh, make sure you outline a particular ge- geography. Uh, also, you want to split the genders, right? If you want to advertise to both genders, don't put them in the same campaign, simply because men and women are going to react to different images. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you can't expect the same ad to appeal the same way to both genders, right? Yeah. Um, even as something as, as little as just the color of the background of your ad could make a difference depending on if you're targeting men or women. So always split up the genders. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for age, right? If someone's 20 years old, they're not going to react to the same thing as if someone was 30 years old. And it's it's a 10-year difference, but you know, the difference between being fresh out of college and working on your first mortgage is, is huge, right? Yeah, so uh, sorry to interrupt you, but with the age thing, what what ranges do you recommend um, testing? Because, I mean, you're right, obviously, unless you're going for some certain angle like that, you know, you got to keep it what would be attractive to um, the person seeing the picture. So what what kind of, how much of an age difference can you realistically do or what works there? Yeah, it, it really depends. I, I think a minimum age range would be five years because it's going to be a balance between um, targeting a tight group and also making sure that there's enough volume coming through to make it worth your time, right? right. And what I mean by volume is um, impressions per day. So, you know, you don't want to spend 
four hours of your day working on a campaign that only is able to yield like a five dollar spend per day you know right. what i mean um, because even if you double your money and you make ten dollars your profit's only <laughs> only five dollars at the end of the day right yeah exactly um, so i think a, a good minimum mm-hmm. uh, is 10 years most people will go between five to ten so okay uh, up to you i mean if you want to be like everybody else then do five or ten year ranges if you don't then do some weird number like a seven or an eight okay. range uh, and see how far that takes you got it yeah that makes sense so just kind of breaking it down that way and then besides those those three parameters that are targeting options that you recommended to start with um mm-hmm. where would you go from there then uh, so say you know you you launch a campaign and you're you have these three different things you're tracking and you see i don't know you see conversions or you see opportunity in one area how can you start to kind of nail that down a little bit more or right right um so so those three geo age gender would be like like air to humans like that's what you (laughs) absolutely have to have in your campaign in my opinion um the next level down i guess which would i guess be water for uh for humans would be um the first one would be mobile targeting so looking at your product that you are uh, advertising and then seeing if that product is going to be mobile optimized and what i mean by mobile optimized is uh, is the page formatted to look good on a mobile screen so that if someone's going to click on your ad on their mobile device will it make sense for that person to go through the sales process to buy something at the end Um, and your chances of having that be successful is way higher if the ad or if the um, product is is mobile optimized right so Mm -hmm. if it's not consider going into the browser type targeting or browser Mm -hmm. slash mobile targeting and either including or excluding mobile okay Uh, if you're new like i said before um you should look into the demographic that you are, right? Um, so one of the reasons why I say that is because generally speaking, some of the newer advertisers uh, don't have the budget of experienced advertisers, right? If you're spending a few hundred dollars a day, that might seem scary to someone who's brand new because, you know, if you had a job that you're probably not going to make a few, you know, three, four hundred bucks a day in your job. So yeah. that's a lot of risk to take while you're new and I don't recommend you take that risk Mm -hmm. Uh, I recommend you be smart with your money so you know let's have the geo age gender is it mobile is it not mobile and then picking a smaller group of people which is what we call niches and only advertising to that niche and being extremely familiar with that niche so if I take myself for example 29 year old Asian male Canadian Mm -hmm. so if I took that demographic I would think okay Canadian male 25 to 35 Asian and that's all I would advertise to for about a month and I'd try to find you know what offers would work well um, for my demographic right so I'd look at myself again oh you know I married a girl who is Armenian so this is not Asian to Asian dating so I would go and find a dating site uh-huh. and, and test the angle you know something like I don't know these girls love Asian dudes and have like a bunch of non-Asian women because that's what I am right yeah and then I would just 
go from there and just try and find what works. And, you know, of course, I test Asian girls as well, but uh, that's just an example of looking at yourself, looking at your situation and trying to make a campaign out of it, right? Um, so the, the demographic of Asians in Canada mm-hmm. uh, are smaller than Caucasians, for example. Mm-hmm. So the dollars spent per day isn't going to be as high, so the risk is lower, which is the perfect environment for someone who's new, right? Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I think, it, did you meet your significant other on POF? Yeah, yeah, I, thought I so. did actually. So. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Good it endorsement. Works. Or do, do they just make you say that? Is that what it is? No, totally not. I don't <laughs> get paid to say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But no, we did legitimately. It was, it was two weeks before I started working at POF where oh, really? wow. I met my, my now wife on POF, so everything worked out. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with the, with the angles thing, Let's talk about that for a second, because I think that sometimes confuses people, too. I mean, because an angle can be something general, like, you know, the specific age and whatnot. But some people, especially newer affiliates, they seem to think that they have to come up with some angle that is super creative and super niched and, you know, nobody's thought of it before, so they're going to... Um, target you know 39 year old females who live in this city who like cross-country skiing and do this and that (laughs) and whatever so I mean how do you find the balance between you know (laughs) getting too niched and not niched enough or right right Um, for starters the kiss principle is excellent in affiliate marketing so just keep it simple stupid right yeah um make sure that your ads are easy to read uh, because if you think about having your ad on a website you have what like half a second or a second as someone glances through your ad while they're looking at the page right yeah so if you put in a paragraph um people are going oh that's too long i'm not gonna read it forget it you know right whereas if you put in really concise information it's really easy to read uh, the chances of you getting your message through are, are much higher. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I read somewhere that you're supposed to write your ad at like a fifth grade reading level or, mm-hmm. or something like that. That makes to sense, yeah. For, yeah, to account for that really, really brief period of time that you have to capture the person's attention, right? Yeah. So, you know, keep it simple. Think of, you know, generically what people like around your age. So, for example, older guys generally go for younger women. Mm-hmm. So that's an angle, right? Right. Women usually go for richer guys, and that's another angle. Mm-hmm. So th- those are very, very typical, traditional angles. Okay. Um, and, you know, they're very easy to understand for most people. Mm-hmm. What you want to stay away from is, is you know, really, really creative, like extra creative angles that kind of make you think before you get it. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. I really can't think of one right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen a few flow through where I'm, I'm just scratching my head and like two minutes later I finally get it. But yeah, I see. That's it. not what you want to do given how much time you have uh, to capture their attention. So keep it simple. Um, think of generic, almost stereotypical ways mm-hmm. or, or, you know, things that people are attracted to. Um, and you can even do the reverse. So instead of doing things that people are attracted to, what are people not attracted to and then saying that, you know, this dating site doesn't have that. So yeah, I've uh, seen that. Yeah. For, for example, senior dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big things about dating when you're a senior is someone's overall health or activity level. Right. Right. Um, so you can say something uh, like find active singles would be the direct way. Or you can say something like sick of couch potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of relieves the person of a couch potato. Right? 
right? So it's almost like the reverse, but the same angle. Um, yeah. So, you know, try that as well. That's a really good point. That's a really good point, yeah. Um, so with some of these things, because say you take the no couch potato angle or something, so you make some ads that are, you know, like no couch potatoes on this site. Would you recommend bridging the gap between that and whatever site you're promoting with a landing page, or would you just keep your landing page kind of kind of basic? Do you recommend a landing page or? Yeah, so the general rule with the landing page stuff is uh, if you're just doing initial testing, never use a landing page. Okay. Uh, the first test you do, you should always direct link straight oh, really? to the offer. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's, and you know, if you're successful at that, awesome. If you're not, then at least you have a baseline, right? Because using a landing page doesn't always guarantee that it will uh, be better in performance than the direct link. So okay. um, instead of going straight for the landing page right away, um, make sure you establish a baseline. And the best baseline to use is the one that you can't change, <laughs> which is yeah. the one straight from the offer, right? That makes sense. So, so for those who don't know, the, the landing page is kind of the page in between the click and the actual page that has the product that the person's going to sign up to. So what I like to say about a landing page to better explain it is it, it's kind of like an analogy, right? Like you, you're at the mall and you're, you know, just walking around the mall and you, you see this kiosk, right? And the person, salesperson at the kiosk yells at you, says, hey, you know, that's similar to a click, like you got their attention, so you click. You go over to the kiosk and then he's he says, buy this. Mm -hmm. And that's similar to just having the offer. Right. So the landing page in the middle is kind of like the sales process where the kiosk person explains to you the benefits of buying the product before they actually, sh they actually show you the product, mm -hmm. and that gets the person motivated to buy. So that's kind of the function uh, of a very basic landing page is to you know, better explain what they clicked on before they purchase to increase the rate at which they will purchase. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about ad sizes and formats. What, what do you offer? So Plenty of Fish uh, initially offers two ad sizes. So the first ad is a 110 by 80. And, and 110 by 80 just simply means uh, it's an ad that's 110 pixels wide and 80 pixels tall. And, and a pixel is just like a measurement unit. So it's like an inch or a centimeter, except it's for pictures online. Okay? So it, it's just it's just wider than it is tall, basically, is what it's saying. And, and if you're familiar with Facebook, um, it looks kind of like a Facebook uh, ad, right? Yeah. So that's the 11080 text ad. You have the picture, then you have the headline, and then you have the body of the text. Uh, then we have the 310 by 110. So 310 pixels wide, 110 pixels tall. And that takes up the same space as a 110 by 80 text ad, but it's not married to the format of picture on the left, text on the right. It's, it's basically a blank slate where you can fill with anything that you want. Mm -hmm. So in terms of performance, click-through rate, the 310s are usually higher because they stand out more because they're much more custom. Mm -hmm. For longevity, though, I've heard that the 110 by 80s actually uh, do better long-term. Mm, okay. So what I mean by that is in an online advertising, uh, every ad will eventually die as people get used to seeing it, and that's the same. That's why people have different commercials, right? Mm -hmm. If you keep seeing the same commercial, it loses its effectiveness <laughs> over right. time. Same thing happens online. Um, and that's what we call burnout. Once your ad burns out, it no longer generates money for you and may actually end up losing you money because no one clicks on it anymore. So mm -hmm. that's bad. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. With the text ads, though, that seems to happen a lot slower than any other ad size that happens on POF. 
Um, I've heard of affiliates that have been running the same campaign for over a year now wow. uh, with between 40 to 60% ROI. And they haven't even touched it. I haven't wow. added any ads or anything. Just let it run. So. <laughs> cool. Which is which is awesome because it's basically passive income that you don't have to do anything and just make money, right? Right. Um, so the Win 10 by 80s, if you're looking for that type of campaign, it's an excellent place to go. And it's the only ad size I've heard of that has gone uh, over a year without having to change. Okay. Cool. So, so those ad sizes, the 110 by 80 text ads and the 310 by 110 uh, small banners are available with a $25 deposit on POF, which is quite a reasonable uh, deposit in my opinion based on some of the other places you could go. Uh, but if you want some of the larger banner ads, uh, that comes with a $1,000 deposit, which is a little bit more advanced. Yeah. If you're new, I don't recommend you drop a 1000 bucks right off the bat before you do any testing. You know, Start with the small ads, they're awesome. And then once you're looking for some larger ads, uh, that's when you should you know build yourself up. So with the larger ads, you get 728 by 90, 300 by 250, 160 by 600, and a custom ad size, which is 960 by 110. So... Um, those are also available uh, if you reach that thousand dollar threshold. And what is um, what's not allowed in the ads? Okay, so uh, <laughs> a good rule of thumb that I like to tell people is, if you think about a worker who's who's doing a, you know nine to five office job, right? <laughs> anything that's going to get him in trouble uh, isn't going to be allowed on POF, <laughs> basically, right? So okay. any ads that are too risky or any of the stuff when you click on it, it you know like a big boob bikini girl pops up you know that's not going to be okay either so um, in terms of just really generally speaking um, anything that's safe for work uh, should be safe for POF and, and the opposite is true anything not safe for work probably isn't going to be safe for POF okay okay <clears throat> yeah that makes sense um what about bidding um for for a newer affiliate what how would you recommend they start out bidding Okay, so the way bidding works on POF is it's run on a CPM, which means cost per mil. So that basically means every time your ad's displayed a thousand times, uh, you get charged whatever it is that you bid. Okay, so our minimum bid is 16 cents, which means when your ad gets shown a thousand times to the demographic that you choose, you pay 16 cents, right? Yeah. And there's no real maximum. So, you know, you may be wondering why would I pay 50 cents for something that cost 16 cents mm -hmm. and the reason is um, priority placement um, so we show ads based on that CPM highest CPM guy gets shown to the user first followed by the next highest CPM and so on and so forth so the first person that gets shown to the user basically has first crack at that demographic to capture the click uh, get them to convert and, and get the money right mm -hmm. So it's going to be a balance between uh, being the first person to show and also initial cost, right? Okay. Uh, so the higher bid, the earlier you're showing the user. So if you are doing a niche campaign like we spoke about earlier, where you're doing like the, the 25, 35-year-old Asian guy from Canada, um, chances are you're going to want to bid a little higher because they're going to see uh, campaigns that are catered towards that specific demographic from other advertisers so if you have 10 guys doing the same um, you know interracial dating campaign that I was talking about earlier you want to be the first guy right you don't want to be right. the last guy because right. otherwise they've already seen that campaign already and are probably gonna ignore what you have to say so make sure your, your bid is is good so that you're not you don't necessarily have to be the first person but just definitely don't be the last person um, so for example if we take uh, a 50 cent bid 
Mm. So 50 cents per 1,000 times you show, and you deposit your uh, $25 minimum deposit. Uh, that'll get you uh, 50,000 views to whatever it is that you want to um, show your ad to, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and then as far as, um, as tracking, I know a lot of affiliates use Prosper or CPV Lab. Do you have a preference or... Um, not necessarily. Whatever one's easier for you. I think the biggest hurdle with tracking is how complicated it can be mm-hmm. uh, for a new advertiser. Um, you know, brand new advertisers can even just go through the network right? Uh, and just, you know, see which uh, ads are getting the most clicks based on the sub-ID they're using. But, um, yeah, I mean, tracking, I think if you don't understand tracking, you should really go back to the table and learn it because it's one of the most important things that you'll need to master when you're doing this because you want to know where you're spending your money which adds making you money which adds losing you money right and if you're flying blind then that makes it really really hard to be successful yeah yeah for sure makes sense um, so just to kind of bring this all together if i came to you and i was a brand new advertiser i just signed up and i was looking to get going and i said okay just Tell me what to do. What would be your game plan or your advice for me? <laughs> All right, I'd you know I'd ask you you know what demo. So so, so David, uh, how old are you? I am. Do I have to admit this online? I'm uh, <laughs> 38 now. Okay. So I would say you know go find a dating offer that was more geared towards uh, serious-minded older uh, people. So I don't know 35, 45, let's mm-hmm. say for age range. Uh, targeting men. Then I would ask you um, if the particular offer you have, is it mobile optimized or is it not? And that's just a simple email to your affiliate manager. Ask them, is this mobile optimized or is it not? Right? Sure. So I would find that out. Then your targeting all of a sudden is pretty clear to me. It would be U.S., male, 35 to 45. Let's say no mobile. Intent, if you know, based on your intent, is the offer you're doing um, more serious and wanting to find someone to marry type of intent or is it more casual I'm just looking at date type of intent and I'd stick with either side of the coin okay. and that that would simply be your targeting right there um, and then you know looking for girls that you find attractive would I'd leave that completely up to you <laughs> just to make sure that you know um, I wasn't influencing you but in terms of number of creatives for your first test I think I would recommend 10 ads for you um, and two headlines and two texts. So t- um, 10 ads for w- which um, size of ad or for both? I would start with the 110 by 80. Okay. It's the easiest one. Um, so that means finding 10 pictures mm-hmm. of women you find attractive and then testing two write-ups. And if you combine that, then you have 20 ads all of a sudden, right? Okay. Um, once you have those 20 ads, I would test your 10 images with your first text first spend, I don't know, however many dollars that you can spend on it, um, pause it, you know, look at the results, and then um, test the same 10 images, but with the other ad text you have, and then just seeing which one does better. By the end of that, you should have a few ads that um, are your quote-unquote winners, and just keep rinsing and repeating that simple process of finding ads and, and testing them until you have an idea of what exactly these guys are looking for. Okay. Yeah, that, uh, as far as pictures, because I get asked this a lot, and I'm sure you get asked this a lot. 
you know, affiliates, I, they use pitchers from everywhere, but obviously they don't have the rights to those pitchers. So what do you recommend when people come to you and they say, hey, where can I, you know, get pitchers to to use for this? Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, if, if you're thinking about this long term, the stock images really is your only option. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've heard of cases of people using images that didn't have the rights to use, and then they basically got... Uh, either a cease and desist from the person or even like even worse like taken to court and stuff like that so um, you know cover your ass type deal go to a royalty free stock site and you know the the amateur images or or the real kind of Facebook profile looking images do exist on stock sites Uh, they're just a little harder to find so, for example, for POF advertisement, we advertise our own brand to try and find users to um, come on the site as users. Uh, those are the type of images we use. They're just, like I said, harder to find, but they are out there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, definitely the the stock sites would be your number one. Um, and if and it is an option and, and to try and find images that are on whatever Google or you know, they're just readily available. Right. Uh, that's an option too, and then you know the reality is that a lot of people do use that. But you know, take it with a grain of salt that you know it could bite you in the butt mm-hmm. <laughs> a few months down the road. So yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. Um, there's a couple advertisers that will um, sometimes they'll have amateur images that you can use. Um, so it's I guess yeah. worth asking your AM if they do too. I mean, not a lot, but they are out there. So. Yeah, I think Dream Marriage is Dream a really good one. Them. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I, I've seen you know what they offer, and, and you know they have quite uh, a star, quite a package of, of just really really pretty girls that you can use to advertise their offer. Um, so they're really good with that. So you know Dream Marriage's name, if you have an AM, maybe ask for that offer and start there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, was there anything else you wanted to cover in? Uh... Uh, in terms of more information, I think if you're the type of person that likes to do a lot of research before diving in, um, my blog is a really good place to go. So yeah. that is blog.ads.pof.com. Um, so right now, the latest blog is where is traffic cheapest on POF? So where is, right. in other words, where is there the least competition where I can make the most money? <laughs> so yeah. um, that's the, the post on there right now. And, and that blog is just filled of really, really useful information that we don't charge you for. It's completely free. You know, take a weekend and a couple cups of coffee and just go through the thing, and, and you'll be in a way better position to advertise than where you are today. So cool. in terms of getting started, that's where, if I was new, um, I would definitely study the, the uh, blog.ads.pof.com. Um, Cindy is going to be coming up with a bunch of new videos soon, so that's going to be really helpful in terms of helping you out and you know, helping you how to, teaching you how to upload and, and optimize and then whatever it is that she's going to cover, but look forward to that. Uh, and there's also just me and Cindy in general, right? Like my email is ben at pof.com. Hers is cindy at pof.com, and she spells her name C-Y-N-D-I at pof.com, and we're both really, really helpful. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely an open invitation to anybody out there who is thinking about getting started with us. If they have any questions that go beyond what we've talked about today or go beyond the blog um, that they want answered, you know, we're Canadian, so super friendly. <laughs> uh, and, and 
I'm willing to help because you know over the years it's it's I've helped a few guys um, be able to quit their job and do this full time and it's a really rewarding feeling. So I think that's one of the best perks of the job is to know that you're making a difference in someone's life, uh, and that's why we do this, right? First on the advertising side for the financial and also finding people and connecting them for relationships like I got connected on the yeah. website. So, you might, well, no, it's, it's really about helping people, and that's what we try to do every day. Yeah, I was going to say, you might have to help the mayor up there. I keep uh, reading about that. He might be in a new oh, that's, job. Oh, that's Toronto. <laughs> oh, Toronto. Yeah, you're in Vancouver. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, we're in Vancouver. Toronto. Canada's yeah. just all the same thing, isn't it? Just like one city. Yeah, <laughs> it's one big place. Yeah. Yeah, I know that that Toronto mayor needs some help, man. I don't know if we can help that guy. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, we're gonna be in Vegas. Uh, okay. In January, Dave, are you gonna go to uh, Vegas? Yeah, in yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be there. Um, I should be announcing the meetup pretty soon. It's gonna be a kind of a different one this year. It's gonna be cool. I think we're actually doing two. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'll let you guys know nice. about that are there gonna be baked goods like there were last time yeah i think so yeah i think that's okay. kind of a tradition <laughs> that can't be can't be broken those always yeah, seem those... to be a big hit and it's kind of different because you know most of the parties you go to it's just like you know all the alcohol you can drink which is great but uh, i don't know so many people remember the cookies and yeah that that's is like funny. Your, your thing now right? <laughs> yeah so you got to keep it going yeah i know <laughs> should serve <laughs> milk with them or something but yeah yeah non-alcohol would be excellent uh, Vegas. yeah i know that's kind of all you all you get there yeah <laughs> it's fun for uh, i i like asw a lot but by the end of it i'm ready to go home a few days in vegas is about all i can handle yeah and i think there's an i date conference oh vegas. yeah that's like a week in vegas which is way too long that it is takes long. about a month to recover after that trip is that conference any good i've known a couple people that have been to it but i've never been yeah it's okay i've never personally gone to it uh, I've heard it's okay. Uh, it's not as good as Affiliate Summit, but if you're heavy into dating, it's worth it because you can go and, and actually meet people who um, run the offers to or run the dating offers. Oh, that's so you can actually talk to them and see what they're looking for. Maybe just spark up a partnership or something. But you know, it's it's worth it if you're already in Vegas. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I might check that out if I don't have to stay too much longer or later. Yeah. Yeah. It is an extra few days in Vegas though, so see if you see if you're up to it because yeah, I, I get the same feeling as you. Is at the end of the summer, you just kind of want to go home and relax. Yeah, last year we um, a few of us went over to Internext because that was happening right um, during Vegas. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was very different. I don't know if it was just the time we went, but we went and there was basically nothing set up. It was just kind of they had different areas of the hotel you kind of walk by people's rooms and you can go in and talk to them about their stuff you know it's the adult dating um yeah or adult sponsor i guess yeah conference but yeah it was just it was very different it seemed like you kind of had to already know people oh really were kinda... they not friendly or no they were friendly um just i mean you have to know people to know like where to go and where to meet, meet up with oh, them Oh, okay okay yeah yeah i've been to one adult meetup and it was super weird mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's yeah we don't really do too much business with adults because we're more mainstream kind of PG right. relationship site, right? Um, so we don't cross over too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on this. Next time, I'll have you back um, soon, and we can get into I don't know some more advanced stuff, and I'll give you some harder questions. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can even get Cindy to come in too. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. So it's 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 way different to get the point of view. 
a woman than it is for a man. So I, I think it'd be good for your listeners to to get the point of view of a woman as well. Just if maybe even do like a like a dating or how to advertise towards women for dating or something like that. Yeah, that that would actually be a really good thing. That I think that's one of the hardest things for male affiliates. I mean, me included is yeah, trying to advertise to women or um, well, I guess yep. that's yeah, or thinking like them or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to think like the fish and not the fisherman. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. No, that would be good. We should have we should have her on. Um, and we could be like a um, kind of a roundtable here and just talk about that. So we'll we'll set that up offline and we can get it scheduled. I wonder if we even do like a like a mini mastermind at one of your events like this or something. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah. Usually the the spots we get like the last couple of years we've had that. Um, you know that sweet, so yeah, it's super nice sweet. But I mean, if you set up like four bar stools and just yeah, and a system and just talked, it gives people you know, a chance to, to ask and I don't know, just throwing out ideas out there. Right? No, I, yeah, I think that would be that'd be really cool. We should talk about that and um and sure. and see because yeah, we have the space and everything. So yeah, it's a huge space. It's a huge sweet that you guys rent out. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, put it to good use. So yeah, cool. All, All right. right, well, um, yeah, thanks all. I'll uh, talk to you next time. Yep, sounds good. Thanks, All right, David. see ya. Yep. Thank you for listening to the AF Playbook podcast. Visit me online at afplaybook.com slash blog for show notes and links to anything discussed on the program. While you're there, sign up to my newsletter to get informed about new episodes and receive tips, tricks, and lessons related to internet marketing. Be sure and tune in next time for the next exciting installment of the AF Playbook podcast.